The Future Ready DSM podcast provides a snapshot of the future world of work and shares insights on the employment landscape for people who are just entering the workforce, as well as those looking to advance in or change their career paths. In each episode, you will hear from local or national leaders and experts on the latest trends and talent development in our DSM region. I'm your host, Dr. Marvin DeGier, Senior Vice President of Talent Development at the Greater Des Moines Partnership. Let's listen to the interview. Welcome to the latest episode of Future Ready DSM, the podcast that provides employment information for the region. Today, we'll be chatting with Jessica Dunker about employment needs and trends in the restaurant industry. Jessica is the president and CEO of the Iowa Restaurant Association. So, Jessica, welcome. Could you start off by just telling us more about what the Iowa Restaurant Association does and what your role with them entails? Yeah, thank you. First of all, thank you for having me and being flexible on time. Uh, Yes, the Iowa Restaurant Association is one of the state's oldest associations. We've been around since 1933. Our primary uh, role is to promote, protect, advocate, and educate our industry. Um, We lobby on state-level issues, not normally on national issues. We work with the National Restaurant Association on those issues. We um, try to make it a a better business environment for restaurants in the state. We teach the um, primary certification course in our industry, which happens to be related to food safety and sanitation, which is really important, as you know, these days and all days. And uh, we have have a staff of five, but we try to do the work of 10, and we serve 6,000 restaurants and bars across Iowa. Uh, Six thousand bars. That's that and restaurants. That's that's quite a high number. Yes. You know, um, you know, and kind of leading into that is, you know, we know there's no question the pandemic has, you know, impacted the restaurant industry. Um, could can you talk about what the recovery process has looked like so far, as well as any changes the industry experienced? You anticipate continuing? Yeah. So, a big question for our industry. And obviously, we were the tip of the spear economically from the standpoint of pandemic response. We um, started to be impacted all the way back in March of 2020 when for, we started out with some in dining or dining, you know, when you're indoors in a restaurant. We had started to have shutdowns at that point in time. We were very fortunate that we were allowed to do carry out delivery drive through throughout the pandemic and that we had a rather measured response and reopening. So we have done better than many other states. That being said, we posted about a one and a half billion dollar loss directly related to the pandemic. We predicted that we would lose or projected that we would lose 20% of the state's restaurants and bars. We did not. That was the good news. Um, The federal programs, the PPP, The um, restaurant revitalization funds, the SBA idle loans and grants, as well as some pretty aggressive state grants um, from the, there was a bar and restaurant relief program that was state specific. There were early on small business grants. And then if you ask restaurants, we had enough customer loyalty that we kept those losses closer to probably 750 locations or about 15% in the state. We are still on the road to recovery. Uh, Just this month, we surveyed our members. And so in September of 2021, um, more than half of the restaurants in the state are still not at 2019 numbers. So we're on the right path, which is an upward trajectory, but not in um, not where we were in 2019. This has impacted all parts of our business. 
And um, our number one reason and why I'm so thrilled to be talking to you today, our number one preventative thing that's preventing us from recovering is we can't find workers. We simply cannot find the workforce that we need to open uh, for all of the hours, to open up all of our tables, uh, to have capacities that we're allowed to have. We just can't do it because we don't have the people. You know, that kind of leads me into my next question. You know, as 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 you stated, you know, the restaurants continuing to to move into this recovery phase and adapting to to this new normal, you know, outside of the fact that yes, that we know there's there seems to be this uh, shortage in in talent, um, particularly for restaurant and, and hotel industry as well. What what skills and competencies though are employers seeking as they continue this this rehiring phase? You know, and, right. and are there any 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 changes as far as uh, technology or any impacts on the on these these um, different roles that employees would have? Yeah, sure. So again, great question and big question. Um, one third of restaurants in the state of Iowa right now report that they lost some of their most critical workforce to other industries. And they've lost those people forever. Uh, Those really came out of our management area. And so we have lost people with business skills, with managerial skills, with human resource skills, with customer service skills, with training skills. So really that that layer of management that we need to operate efficiently and not require owners to be on site every day. We were easy pickings, you know, when we were closed down and we were, we had to put half of our workforce in, you know, a week on unemployment. And you look at this, that skill set I just mentioned, you know, imagine coming in with a call center or a customer service job or something that someone can do from home. So, you know, we, we lost people that were never getting back. That opens up a world of opportunity for people with those skills. And so we really are looking for um, people with that middle management level of skills to come in. And those are jobs that pay, you know, $50,000, $60,000 a year. So it's certainly career path types of jobs. Um, the second piece that we lost, though, was our kitchen teams. And we lost uh, a lot of people um, that we have not seen back and who we don't actually believe are sitting on unemployment. We think many of them have lot left the workforce. And that speaks in part to the demographics of a lot of our workforce. We employ more women than men in our industry. 52% of our workforce is women. And when child care issues became prevalent or people had to be home with children um, during because of school, um, we, we just lost a lot of the, the female uh, workforce that we had. We're hopeful as things start to steady back out there that we'll see a number of those, those folks back. So, you know, there's a reason we are the industry that is of first opportunities, second chances, and a variety of career paths. We need everybody right now, and we have a place for everybody right now. And you can come in really with any skill set and likely find very fulfilling and well-paying employment. Thank you. That that's a that's a lot of insight as far as just the the demographics of, of the workforce um, and some of the the trials and tribulations um, your restaurants and have been experiencing. You know, you talked about these different skill sets and and had some very um, defined roles that some of the, um, the the workforce had up until the the pandemic. 
as, as far as the Iowa Restaurant Association, do you all offer any resources for job seekers to help acquire or, or, or be trained in some of these skill sets that you that you talked about? Yes, we actually do. Um, the number one certification that helps someone get employed in a restaurant right now is actually a certification called Certified Food Protection Manager. That is taught by us and others. Iowa State Extension actually teaches this as well through a course called ServeSafe. It's a national certification that is an eight-hour course with an exam that is scored off-site because it's an ANSI certified exam. And we think it's the most critical certification that anyone in our industry could have right now because of COVID and the need to be have heightened awareness of sanitation and hygiene and how to handle those things in an establishment. We um, were taking care of people and keeping them safe long before COVID, and we're going to be doing it long after COVID. And there are many things that can make people ill beyond COVID, right? And so we make sure in Iowa, it's actually a state law that every establishment have at least one certified food uh, protection manager of record. Our recommendation is that you have at least one per shift and that you get that training. And it's not expensive training. Um, for uh, most people, it's anywhere from, depending on if it's a member establishment, $125 to $175 for the course. Oh, no, that, that's great. I'm, I'm glad you all um, err on the side of safety when it comes Absolutely. to your recommendations for, for those that are um, enjoying all the great food at these restaurants. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, on a related note, a lot of people know I'm, I've always been an advocate for the youth and, and really particularly around um, high school internships and opportunities for them as they right. become of working age. And so, you know, I know a priority of the Iowa Restaurant Association is training and engaging high school age students. Um, could, sure can you talk to us a little bit more about some of the programs and partnerships you offer? Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm so happy to do that. Well, first of all, half the people in the state of Iowa get their first job in our industry. So we take very seriously our role to be the place that trains America's workforce and the state of Iowa's workforce. We're the industry that you come and learn. You have to be on time. You have to show up when you're scheduled. You have to be communicative when you're having um, trouble. You have to deal with uh, unfriendly or unhappy customers. And so we really are, we really appreciate that mentorship role that we take. But we also realize that we offer really wonderful and meaningful careers. We have a program called ProStart. It's in 28 high school school districts. There are about 1,200 students right now in the state of Iowa who participate in it. It is advanced placement in our industry. So much like an AP chemist, let's just say AP chemistry class, if you take that national exam and you score a three, and you want to be an engineer, they might not give you credit for that. But if you want to be a writer, they might be very happy to give you college credit for that. Well, ProStart is very similar. Um, It is a four semester and a traditional semester format program. It gives you, it has two standardized exams. So you would have ProStart 1 and ProStart 2. They are national. So students across the country take the same exam. Uh, They have a skill sheet that they're uh, bought. They have to work 400 hours. And so they have a skill sheet where you have to have mastered certain skills. But what's wonderful about it is takes me back to what we started talking about. The The curriculum is half culinary training, but it's half management training. So you learn basic cooking techniques, but you also learn human resources, accounting, ordering systems, um, cost management. 
And so we've got agreements with five of the seven culinary schools in the state of Iowa. And students who graduate with our ProStart certification have received anywhere from 15 to 17 credit hours at one of the culinary schools in the state of Iowa, or they can take it to um, any number of culinary schools outside of the state of Iowa because it's nationally recognized. So um, we love this program. We think it's the future of our industry. It elevates professionalism in our industry, and it shows the career paths that are meaningful and exciting in our industry. So we love our high school students. And you know, again, we're one of the places that can still employ younger people, and we are happy to do that. That is awesome. For, for the young people and parents listening, that is a, a great program for some foundational training that will carry you well into the future. And it sounds like a, a free semester of school. Almost too. <laughs> so, hey, yeah. that, that, that well, is definitely something to get excited about. <laughs> in the greater Des Moines area, we're at Central Campus. We're in Waukees, both of Waukees High Schools. We just started in Johnston's High School this year. We're in uh, Valley High School. So we really are starting to hit the big school systems. One of the neat things that if I could just add about this program that we love is we have every year a state championship for ProStart. And it's a two-part competition. We call it Top Chef in the morning and Shark Tank in the afternoon. So in the morning, four four student chefs have to compete um, against other teams of four. They have two burners and two tables, and they have to produce in 60 minutes a uh, three-course meal. And they are judged from the moment they walk in the door. Is the food the right temperature? Are you um, doing all your safety and sanitation? And then it goes on to taste and presentation. Then in the afternoon, we give the students a set of demographics for a city and they write a business plan and it has to have marketing and pricing and talk about why they are doing the things they do. And they present their plan to a group of industry professionals as though they're investors and try to get them to um, choose their plan. And then our state champions uh, compete at a national competition in Washington, D.C. later in the year. And we've done very well. Our Iowa teams have done really well in that um, at the national level as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. So just to be clear for, for our employers and job seekers that are listening and interested in more information, where, where should they go to, to, to find um, well, out more about this? Yes. Yeah, so you can go to the Iowa Restaurant Association Education Foundation website or the Iowa Restaurant Association site. And the reason employers should want to go there is you have students in all of these schools that to get that ProStart certification need 400 hours of work experience in a paid position. And they're coming in ready to learn and eager to develop skills for that skill sheet that their employer then um, makes note whether or not they've accomplished those skills. That's awesome. So to kind of transition a little bit, um, sure. you know, in this in this current climate, you know, a lot of people talk about diversity and the need to in- increase these um, pools of t- talent opportunity, you know, to provide the workforce we need. Could you sure. talk a little, could you talk a little bit more about how the restaurant industry and any programs the Iowa Restaurant Association has in place to support um, diversity, equity, inclusion initiative among, among its members? Yeah. So, you know, we look at diversity in a number of ways, um, gender, uh, race, immigration, and then also reentry. So I just want to start a little bit with the reentry population. We are two and a half times more likely than any other industry to hire people in the reentry population. And 
we have the good fortune to work with Central Iowa Works on a grant program where we were able to go in and give that SurfSafe certification, which is, again, one of the most marketable skills. But I'm also there is alcohol uh, service certification and customer service certification. And um, meet, meet, we have the pleasure of teaching at Mitchellville and in Newton and in, with a couple of local programs to folks that have already transitioned um, back into, you know, maybe a halfway house. And um, we, we are very interested in hiring those folks when they, because they are ready to work and they're happy to work and they do, they tend to do very well in our industry. So that's one, one thing that we have going on. From the standpoint of immigrants, I mean, we are the place that immigrants um, often find that first piece of employment. And just a couple of pieces of um, data that I would love to share with you about that. Um, Today, now these are national numbers, but 43% of restaurant chefs are immigrants. Uh, 25% of restaurant managers, so management roles, are filled by immigrants. Uh, 29% of businesses um, in the combined sector of hotel and restaurant are immigrant owned. And then in the state of Iowa, we have 8% of our hospitality workforce is immigrant workforce. And um, in Iowa, immigrants are one and a half times as likely as U.S. foreign workers to be employed in our industry. So obviously working with um, our immigrant population is an incredibly important piece of what we do. Um, with women, uh, we see a lot of growth for women, and we're excited about that as well. Um, I had mentioned previously that we have more women than men that work in our industry. But on top of that, um, 59 or excuse me, 58% of food service supervisor positions are held by women. And in the retail, general kind of retail segment, that's about 40, it's at about 43%. So we really feel like we provide a place where people who are interested in our industry can come in and find growth opportunities and, and really excel. Um, we do have a number of online programs and there's curriculum that we, we offer uh, to help people who are working on their career. There's um, a, a serve success program done by the National Restaurant Association, but we also just find that our employers uh, really appreciate diversity in their establishments. And when somebody comes in and works hard, um, that's noticed and they excel. No, that's, that's great. No, I, that, those are some wonderful statistics and glad to hear that the um, Iowa Restaurant Association supports um, such a wide range of diversity and then their yeah. workforce as well. You know, um, finally, as we kind of look to 2022, um, what are you most excited about for the restaurant industry here in Iowa? You know, we've talked about the trials and tribulations. What what gets you excited to still wake up and keep going and pushing forward for 2022? Yeah. You know, um, the thing that gets me excited and made us really work so hard during the pandemic is the entrepreneurial nature of our industry. There are so few places in the in the workplace anymore, that you can really be an entrepreneur. There's software and you can develop an app, I guess, and do that in your garage, or there's the restaurant industry. And uh, we like to call ourselves the oldest profession. We believe that people always see a niche and um, find ways to fill it. And I am excited as I look into the coming year at how many of folks did cottage industries. Maybe they um, started 
baking out of their home and they're moving on to catering and then moving up maybe to food truck and then doing bricks and mortar. And that entrepreneurial spirit right now is really alive and well in our industry. And that's exciting to see. The other thing I'm I'm very excited to see is what happens with technology. We were um, moving towards a lot more um, automation and innovation and technology And that was really accelerated by COVID. And so seeing things like um, how the QR code menu is being used, not just for sanitation reasons, but so that people can change things up and keep things fresh and look at how they can test, test menu items without that investment of printing or doing the things that they had to do. So how technology interacts in the restaurant space is great. But most of all, we're ready for people to come back. We're just flat out ready to greet people in our establishments, to enjoy time together, to um, watch the game, to have some drinks, to dance, to hear music. Um, you know, we are we are business people, but we are business people in the hospitality arena, and we are in the hospitality arena because we like people. And so um, we're ready for people to be back full force um, in all demographic categories so that we can enjoy them and um, serve them and do what we do best in our establishments. Well, thank you, Jessica. Really appreciate you joining us today. Um, And for those who are listening, um, young youth, parents, um, those looking for a new career, the Iowa Restaurant Association has a lot of opportunities for you with all of our local restaurants here in, in the state of Iowa. So please uh, consider looking at, to build your future careers in one of those uh, wonderful, wonderful restaurant establishments. So again, just thank you. And, and with that, uh, we'll wrap up the latest episode of the Future Ready DSM podcast. Thank you for listening to the Future Ready DSM podcast produced by the Greater Des Moines Partnership. To hear from more leaders and experts on the latest trends in talent development, please visit dsmpartnership.com.